where I try to focus my energy is on both being grateful for where I'm at right now and being present while also setting a goal that's a stretch, that's exciting, that's scary, that is going to force me to become someone I'm not and force me to become a bigger version of myself. I've done that a few times in my life. And usually when I do it, it, it requires a lot of faith or belief or programming yourself, programming your mind to become the person that you're going to be and to become that person now, today. It's easy to get lost in today's music industry with constantly changing technology and where anyone with a computer can release their own music. But I'm gonna share with you why this is the best time to be an independent musician and it's only getting better. If you have high quality music, but you just don't know the best way to promote yourself so that you can reach the right people and generate a sustainable income with your music, we're gonna show you the best strategies that we're using right now to reach millions of new listeners every month without spending 10 hours a day on social media. We're creating a revolution in today's music industry, and this is your invitation to join me. I'm your host, Michael Walker. Here we are today with Mr. Michael Walker, who started his career off as the keyboardist of pop punk band Paradise Fears. Their story is amazing. They went from living out of their cars with really grassroots indie strategies, selling 24,000 albums over six months, reaching number two on iTunes alternative charts, and went on to work with Grammy-winning producers, touring the world internationally for hundreds of thousands of fans. Really cool story. And then he pivoted to becoming a mentor for independent artists, teaching them how to build their careers up and launching Modern Musician, which is why we're all here today. And Modern Musician is a platform, it's a mentorship company, it's a marketing company, but really it's a revolutionary movement for independent musicians today. And also, Michael happens to be the host of this podcast, although he's in the hot seat today, and I get the privilege of interviewing you, Michael. So yeah, welcome to the Modern Musician Podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's definitely, it's like a, this isn't the right analogy, but it's sort of like a Black Mirror episode, but like flip-flopped, or it's like now I'm being interviewed. But instead of it being a dark, like horrible thing, it's probably, we're probably going to be talking a lot about the future and tech kind of stuff with a happy outlook, and it's going to be optimistic. Yeah, hopefully. De- definitely. Yeah. And that's where I would love to to start. But I, I would also love to hear about you. And yeah, for, for anyone that's here that doesn't know or anything that you'd like to share about how you got here today. Sure. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just give the Cliff Notes version. But like Ari mentioned, I toured full time for about 10 years, learned the hard way that it's not enough to just book the shows, but you actually have to get people to come out to the shows. And I remember the first tour that we did playing to mostly empty rooms. At the time, we were sleeping in Walmart parking lots. We were living in our van, eating peanut butter tortillas for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And the big idea that kind of helped us go from that point to um, being able to hit number two on iTunes and being able to tour worldwide was this idea called tour hacking. And in a nutshell, we learned that we were basically trying to figure out how do we find people who would be interested in coming to our shows that aren't just our friends and family. And we had an aha moment where we realized that those types of fans who would come out to our shows, where are they most likely to congregate? 
probably at other shows of similar artists that they're that they're big fans of. And so we uh, noticed that before the shows, there'd be these huge lines of hundreds or thousands of people waiting on the sidewalk to get into a venue. And so I thought, what if we just walk up to those people and introduce ourselves and share some clips of our songs? And if they like it, maybe they'd be interested in coming out to our shows. And like, it sounds like kind of a simple idea, but in practice, it's absolutely terrifying to, to go do that and actually walk up to strangers in lines. And I remember I was a super shy, awkward kid, so it didn't come naturally to me at all. But when I was first started walking up to people, I was like shaking and stuttering. And there's something physically in your body that turns on and it's what just wants to keep you safe. But literally your body is telling you, do not walk up to these people and talk to them. If you do this, you will die. So do not do this. You're going to die if you talk to this person. And yeah, we did it anyways. And what we found was that strategy worked incredibly well. It helped us connect with our first fans that weren't just our friends and family and really start to build relationships and get to know people personally and the types of fans actually go out to shows. And doing that, we sold 24,000 CDs in about six months following multiple different tours around the country. And because of that, one of the bands that we were tour hacking on was called All Time Low, and they were like our idols growing up. They had millions of fans, and I'm pretty sure the first song we ever covered was Dear Maria by All Time Low. And they heard about what we were doing, and they gave us the opportunity to open for them on their next tour. And that was an amazing opportunity to connect with some of our idols and to be able to start playing shows for thousands of people. Yes, we toured for about 10 years full-time. We were always independent, so we never signed to a major record label. And we accomplished things that I, that I dreamed of doing for a long time that it felt really validating to be able to play shows for sold-out crowds of people singing the words to, to the songs. And it felt good for my ego, especially, because you know, we worked so hard to make it happen at the beginning. And there's early on people, not everyone was supportive. Some people called us paradise queers instead of paradise fears because you know, that used to be an insult back then. But reaching that point, yeah, I remember playing like a homecoming show where all those people who called us paradise queers, now they wanted to be our best friends. <laughs> and it's kind of funny how that works. But for about 10 years full time, we toured and all any of us cared about was the band. And we invested all of our time, all of our energy, all of our money back into the band. And about six years ago, I had met the love of my life. And I was at a point where I was gone most of the year traveling and I was looking for, I was just at, at a different place in my life. I was looking to not travel as much. I was looking to stay home and support a family. And back then, we didn't understand all of the cool stuff that you guys have access to now and that really what we teach mostly with Bonnie Musician with the digital marketing and creating uh, funnels and having the software. Modern Musician didn't exist back then when we got started and gosh, our life would have been so much easier if it had. My life would have been so much easier when I found out I was going to be a dad and at the time I really relied on, on touring and live shows and I didn't know how I was going to provide for my family. and. This was like my probably one of my rock bottom moments or one of the most challenging moments that I went through. It was just that year of transition. And yeah, I remember feeling like a failure of, of a husband and a father because I, I didn't know how I was going to provide for my family. And when I found out I was going to be a dad, it was really, yeah, it was a big urgent urgency call for me. I was like, I need to figure this out. And I invested a, a lot of money into mentorship and wanting to learn 
how do I build an online business? And specifically, I mean, I'm kind of jumping forward a few steps here. I, I got an invite to a live event called Product Launch Formula. This guy named Jeff Walker. We have the same last name, but we're not uh, related. And I actually just got back from a Jeff Walker event like a few days ago. So the timing is really good. But he was someone who, in some ways, is probably going to be similar to, I think in every good story, there's a mentor that, that comes along. Right, there's like a, a mentor. That's why in Harry Potter you have Dumbledore, and that's why in Star Wars you have Yoda. And pretty much every big movie there's this mentor role. And I think the reason that resonates is called the hero's journey, and it's because that's what our own path tends to follow. We go through these these challenges, and you know, someone comes along, a mentor that helps us to accomplish our goals. For me, and I hope that Modern Musician and our team and, and I can be that for you and help be a presence in your life that helps guide you towards becoming the best version of yourself that you can be for you and your fans and your friends. For me, at that point, there was this guy named Jeff Walker who has he basically teaches people how to share their expertise or share their knowledge and coach and help other people. And so at the time, I had never gone to college. I had never, quote unquote, got a, a real job out of high school. So I was really wondering, should I go back to school or is there something, is there a way that I could provide value with what I've learned? And had a lot of people who saw what we had done with Paradise Fears and were aspiring up and coming artists who would ask me questions about how to build an audience and how to make an income with their music. And so one of the first things that Jeff, uh, my mentor, asked was, out of everything that you guys did, what made the biggest impact and you know, what might help other artists who are just getting started? So when I reflected on it, there's a few things that, that we did that worked. There's a lot more things that we did that didn't work. <laughs> but the, one of the few things that we did that yeah, I think made the biggest impact was this idea of tour hacking. It literally took us from living in our van eating peanut butter tortillas for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to 24,000 CDs sold in a few months. And I wasn't really sure, is this something that still works nowadays? Do people still buy CDs? Even back when we were doing it, people didn't really listen to CDs anymore. They listened on iTunes. So it was kind of strange to think that they actually would buy CDs in lines for shows. So I wasn't sure if it would still work, but I started coaching and doing some one-on-one -on -one consulting with other artists. And I remember one of the first bands that I started coaching, there's two guys in the band and they went tour hacking and they made $11,000 in a single month. And that was like a, yeah, it was a, yeah! um, I was so excited. Cause I, I think for me, a big thing that I was, that I was struggling with as well, is just sort of this feeling of imposter syndrome is probably the right way to describe it. But it was, for me, it was really like, I wanted to know that what I was doing was valuable and that I was actually serving musicians and, and to know that it was making an impact. And if I was going to do this kind of coaching and people were investing money and investing their dreams in me, then, and this is still my biggest thing today is focusing on that in particular. And that's my biggest fear is, is not being able to do that for you is what drives a lot of my life is wanting to contribute and wanting to help this community grow. So all that to say, when I first started having some of those success stories, it was a huge relief and like a moment of celebration where I was like, yes, this is awesome. This still works. Everyone should go tour hacking. And I created a free workshop. I called it the tour hacking workshop. It was a three day workshop that basically taught how do you choose the right tours? 
what do you say when you walk up to people and how do you sell your CDs? And what happened was that workshop, it went great. We had over 30,000 musicians who um, registered for the workshop and attended it and started sharing testimonials and success stories. And basically, it was a completely free workshop, and um, I invited people, if they got value from it, to schedule a free coaching call with me. And then if we were a good fit, then they would become a, a consulting client. And so quickly, I booked up my entire calendar. I didn't have enough time to work with as many artists as I would have liked to. And so from a business standpoint, it was great, and the workshop was working. But from a standpoint of when I actually crunched the numbers and I looked at 30,000 musicians who registered for the Toracking Workshop, and how many of those people actually were applying what they were learning and actually went tour hacking and reading results from it. Very few people who attended the Toracking Workshop were actually going tour hacking and therefore getting the results. And when I saw that, I basically wanted, I wanted to figure out what's going on and what's, what's getting in the way. How can, it's, I want to make sure it's as valuable as possible. And the overwhelming feedback that I heard over and over again when I talked to people was that, oh, I love the tracking workshop. The strategy totally makes sense. That's a, a big aha moment. I've got a day job or I've got a family at home. I don't know if walking up to strangers in lines for shows is something that's really going to work for me and like my type of music. Is there any way that I could, I don't know, use the internet or use social media to, to grow my audience instead? And that was really sort of the seed that got planted that led to a, a quest over the past six years of trying to figure out, is there a way to do what we did with tour hacking and do it online? What we discovered was what, what we call virtual tour hacking now. And virtual tour hacking is built on the same premise as tour hacking, which is really about connecting with real fans and building an authentic relationship, having a conversation with them back and forth. And so there's a specific kind of campaign that we found that works really well for new artists, especially called virtual tour hacking. And it's about having conversations with your fans uh, online. And when we first got started, I was the, the weird kid in high school that liked math. So setting up systems and tools and launching campaigns was something that I really enjoyed. And we actually built this system that had seven or eight different softwares like ClickFunnels and ActiveCampaign and Janus AI and ManyChat and Dialogflow and Segment, just to name a few of them. But we combined all of these into this marketing funnel for musicians that works great. It's, a great, and it's like a powerhouse of a system to build relationships with new fans and to make an income with music online. And it was about maybe two years ago that I connected with one of the smartest people I know. His name is uh, Ben Gothier, and he's a tech entrepreneur. He's built and sold several software as a service companies, most recently to a half a billion dollar uh, company. And you, we connected on tour, actually, when I was touring full time, a loose contact, stayed in touch. And a few couple years ago, reconnected with him and shared some of what we were working on with Modern Musician. And he was really excited. He was like blown away by what we were building. And we started talking about this opportunity to, yeah, right at the time we had seven, eight different software services that we were building on top of and they were powerful, but they could be pretty expensive when you're running eight different softwares to run your whole online music business. And also 
you know, having eight different languages in a room and trying to communicate with all of them with each other. And it's possible if you have a translator like Zapier or make.com, but it is a lot of extra work to kind of integrate them with each other. And some of the software costs a lot of money for a new artist who's just getting started. Like Segment costs us $27,000 a year to, to use for ourselves. So it was a great software, but it didn't make sense for a new artist who was just getting started to use it. But we knew how important it was to have that kind of functionality in the system. So we thought, what if we actually built our own software, our own platform that instead of having eight different languages, we actually have one ecosystem and sort of like what, you know, with the app, with the Apple ecosystem, having all these devices that are integrated into one system and simplifying it so that in doing it in a way that's specifically designed for musicians, because none of these tools were really designed with artists in mind. And that's what led to us creating the street team, which I'm going to just open up the loop there and maybe we can come back around to it. I know we're going to be talking more about street team and about the artist launch process that's going up here soon, but I'm going to come yeah. up for air for a bit, Ari, so I can hear your beautiful voice. Yeah, get some air. No, I, I think it's important to hear. You can't just dive into Star Wars part three until you get one and two. Like you have to get the backstory. So, and I think also like when I hear your story, which I love it so much because I hear a few things, but I hear this like series of leaps that you took in your life where it's, you knew what you wanted. And then there's that fear of what it takes to get there. Like just walking up to someone in line, that's a stranger, but you do it anyways. And that's so powerful. And, and that's how similarly to when you started Modern Musician and it, you started it from scratch, from nothing. And you just started this thing to support your family, but also what I see in you is this amazing calling to help people. And so, and then the other thing I hear is about the modern part of modern musician where you went and, and, and did it the old school way, but you had this idea of like, how can I take this same concept and use all the new tools that are out there? And so now we as musicians get to benefit from that. And then the conception of street team, which that's the next thing I would love to to ask you about is really about, and you talked a little bit about the how it was conceived, where it came from, and also where it's where it's heading. Yeah, absolutely. So Street Team, I'd say probably nine out of ten work hours as of late are just me thinking about Street Team and how can we build the service and support our musicians. And I'm really passionate and really excited about software development which is something in the past two and a half years that, that I've been doing a deep dive into with a big helping hand from ChatGPT and AI. But Street Team, the, when we created it, the goal with Street Team was to create a modern day version of the Street Team, which has been around for since the dawn of the music industry. And so the idea of a Street Team is that you have a group of fans who resonate with an artist so much, love the songs, and resonate with the music so much that they're willing to go hit the streets and literally promote your music to other fans. It's basically doing what we did with tour hacking, but there's like other people who are doing that for you. <laughs> and usually these straight team members would have a leader and they would form organically and they would do all this promotional work for free to support the band, usually in exchange for some f sort of status or connection or relationship with the artists. Because let's be real, it's cool 
to be friends with <laughs> with the musicians, right? You're cool. That's probably one of the reasons that <laughs> that you're drawn to to music is because you know, how big of an impact your favorite artist made on you. And if you just think about spending a, a day in a room with your favorite artist, it's cool. It's cool to have access to artists. It's cool just to get to know them and build a relationship with them. And so these three teams basically would you know help promote the artist for free and do it in exchange for connection with the artist, usually because they love the music so much, because they care so much. What they get in exchange is VIP tickets to shows, and they might get some other like access to the artist, right? And so with Street Team, what we wanted to do is we wanted to build a platform that could allow artists to directly connect with their top fans and be able to identify and honor and reward their top fans for being fans of their music. And really, that was the genesis of Straight Team, was creating a platform that could gamify the experience of being a fan, while also giving an artist ability to directly communicate and connect with their fan. So one thing that we learned with Monty Musician early on, and if you're at all in the world of online marketing or digital products, then you've probably heard people talk before about email marketing and, and automated email campaigns and text message marketing. And there's a reason that these apps are are so so valuable and the reason that you know the majority of revenue that's generated online is coming through emails and through these CRMs uh, is because it's just the best way to connect with other people online uh, if you compare the numbers between emails and social media if you have 10,000 fans on Instagram and on average you have, if you have an engaged audience like 3 3% of people engage with the post that's 300 people if you have 10,000 fans in your street team or you have an email list of 10,000 fans and you send out a message or if you send out a text message to 10,000 fans, 98% of people open the text message. That means reaching 9,800 people versus 300 people with a single message. And so the, the math of the equation is just insanely powerful to have your own platform your own community that you can send out emails and text messages directly to your fans and just in general having a having a community or having a list of fans and being able to see where are people from if you have a list of fans that live in new york city then probably when you get up out to play a show in new york city those people are the ones who are most likely to actually come out to the show and to get value from it. And so you might not want to email your whole list if you're just playing a New York City show. Maybe just send it to people that live close to New York City. So th those are just a, a few big common use cases of a CRM platform like Street Team. But there's also a lot more that we're working on with it as well. And maybe we'll have a chance to dig into some of that as well throughout the conversation. Oh, we will indeed. Yeah, I, I love those numbers and the differentiation between reach with social media like Instagram and an email list. It's funny, I, I had a friend just yesterday who was telling me they had a virtual concert that they did and he has 50,000 Instagram followers. And he was really disappointed because he had five people show up for it. And I was like, oh, how did you promote it? And he's like, well, I, I posted about it on Instagram. I was like, oh man. So yeah, I would love... <laughs> to hear about Street Team and how is it different than the other tools that are out there, other CRMs or things that musicians could use? That's a great question. Yeah, so I mean, nowadays, because it's such an important tool, 
there are a lot of different tools you could use. Some common ones are tools like MailChimp, Anzoogle is a website builder, ClickFunnels is a big one, ActiveCampaign is a big CRM. And you know, a lot of these are tools that we used to use extensively. And so you know, these are tools that I, I think are insanely valuable. And if for some reason, like you decide that you hate me and you hate Modern Musician and, and Street Team, and you're like, I never want to see that guy again. I hate his, yeah, Cam, I'm out of here. Then I would still want you to have a CRM platform. Like it's that important. I'm like, if it's not, if it's not us, you have to do this. You have to get this handled somewhere. But there are a lot of options. Right. And so I think the thing that separates Street Team from the other options is every other tool that we've used required that we have a bunch of different tools. Everything did one thing, but not another. For example, like Active Campaign was great at email marketing, but the text message marketing, not great through Active Campaign. And you couldn't really do um, websites very well through Active Campaign, at least at the time when we transitioned a couple of years ago, or I, I mean, that was actually a year ago that, that we transitioned. And so that's one thing. ClickFunnels as well, it was a great platform that did websites uh, and funnels, but didn't really do the email marketing and the text message marketing. And so having a all-in-one suite where you don't have to have 10 different tools to do it is one of the biggest things that I think um, is a benefit of having Straight Team. And another thing too, we used to have a tool called segment.com. I love segment. They help you create uh, lookalike audiences, which basically means if you have a group of fans, you can say, I want to find people who are similar to these fans. So if you have a group of your super fans who've all invested over $100, you can basically say, hey, these are my super fans. I want to find a group of similar people to these fans. And that's really powerful when it comes to digital marketing is creating these lookalike audiences. And segment helped us do it but it costs $27,000 a year to use the software. And obviously we couldn't recommend that a, total, a new artist starting from scratch invest $27,000 immediately in one new software. And so we were able to, for ourselves, replace what we were using Segment to do with the lookalike audiences and build it directly into Street Team. And now we can share that with our artists as well. So basically, that's just one one thing that removes a $27,000 cost that's built into it. So that's one of the differentiators. The bottom line is if you consider, like a lot of these different tools, if you're just using one of them, then you might be able to find something that's cheaper. But if you look at the scope of the entire system, then we're saving so much money by doing it within Street Team versus using all these different tools. So that's one of the benefits is just the simplicity and being able to save money by doing it. And say, honestly, one of the biggest things is the time savings. So, I mean, this is, this might've been the biggest blessing was that when we had all these different tools, part of the reason that a modern musician had a coaching program or there still has a coaching program is because it would take about three months to get an artist fully set up with all of these different software tools. And we would build their funnel system. We would build their automated workflows and the email sequences. And we would launch their ad campaigns. And we would set up the whole funnel accelerator system. And is awesome. But on average, it would take three months to get fully set up and to get an artist completely launched. 
And part of the reason was because we have to go through and set up all these different softwares and we have to set up your email campaigns, you've set up your funnels and your, and your websites. Now, because of, of Stray Team, we have these templates that we use for our clients and we can just build into Street Team. So now people who you know, aren't necessarily at a place where they can afford to get the kind of one-on-one -on -one coaching that we offer with Monty Musician, uh, now have an option where if you have a lot of extra time and you're willing to set things up yourself, then what used to take three months for us to set up for artists with the one-on-one -on -one coaching in a single click, we can clone these templates into your account and all of your funnels are set up and your automated workflows are set up. And all you need to do is just make it feel like it's your own and make your, add your own branding, your own voice to it. But it literally saves hundreds of hours, maybe thousands of hours of setting these up. And that was one of the, the biggest mind blowing uh, benefits that came out when we first started focusing on building Street Team as a software is that now we have all these templates that, you know, not are they just any templates too. These are templates that we've tested out with our clients, with our artists, and we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars testing d different traffic sources and seeing what's working best and split testing and figuring out what works. And so I, I think there's a lot of wisdom in the idea of first you emulate and then you innovate. And the idea is you find people who've spent 10,000 hours focusing on mastering their craft and you learn from them and you model them and you, and you, because they've had to make a lot of mistakes. They had to learn a lot in order to you know, get to the point that they're at. And so you get a huge shortcut by just first, by starting by emulating, by modeling it. Um, but if that's all you do, then it's not going to work because it's just sort of like a cookie cutter copy and paste and it's not unique. It's not you. It doesn't have the, your, your unique voice. But if you can get the best of both worlds, if you can clone an existing template that's already set up based on all these different tests, hundreds of thousands of dollars that you don't have to spend to start out with the best possible version, and then you just tweak it and you make it your own, you add your own unique voice to it, whew, that is an awesome recipe for, for success. So yeah, that's probably one of the biggest uh, benefits of Street Team versus some other CRMs is that you can use these other ones, but it takes a lot of time to set up and to integrate all of them with each other. And you don't necessarily have the templates and the resources to, to get launched. Yeah, wow. I'm one of those guys who, when I met you, it was pre-Street Team. So Street Team did not exist. And I went through the whole coaching program and it completely changed everything for me and had mind-blowingly amazing experience but there was as like an independent artist who had, was not previously very savvy with marketing or tech it was daunting to have all these different pieces of software to manage and both the cost and the time and all of that and so having it all in one place I mean, that's almost as huge of a breakthrough as like going from hand-to-hand -hand tour hacking on the street to virtual tour hacking. Like it's a total game changer. Absolutely. It was funny. I just had a conversation earlier today with Brett from Roots of Creation. And he's, we had a great conversation. He's like a platinum level artist in our community. And he went through our original program before we had Street Team. And I was just like screen sharing and showing him the, some of the new, like the systems and things that we have now. And his mind was just absolutely blown. And yeah, we scheduled a, a call to, to reconnect and to 
help them get launched with the new version of the software and to come back into the modern musician coaching community. But it was a good reminder of how big of a difference there was between just getting when we first got started, which was amazing. And Brett just he's a, a shining example of a successful artist and he's a, a raving client. But seeing the difference between where things were at a few years ago and what they're at now with the straight team platform is pretty remarkable as well. Yeah, totally. And that's actually a, a really good segue because I know a lot of people here are interested in what's coming up, what's coming down the line with Street Team. So yeah, what do you got for us? What's happening? I don't know if we really have anything else new that we're excited about or planning on releasing. I don't know. We've gotten to this point and we're probably just going to leave it as is. Done deal. Just kidding. You totally had me. <laughs> so... So, I mean, there, there's a few different directions that, that we could go. I could talk about, we, should, we can probably touch on both. So I'll talk about what's coming up right around the corner and, yeah. and also the long-term vision with Street Team and what we're building towards. Um, so right around the corner, we're getting ready to do an artist launch challenge. And this is an opportunity for us to basically roll out and do a, a public release of what we're calling Street Team 3.0. Street Team 3.0 is probably the biggest release that we've had since we started building Street Team, since we had the CRM and we've replaced all these different tools. And basically the breakthrough came from realizing that we're at this point where we have the system that's working great and we have some artists who are just like getting crazy results like they're extraordinary making six figures a year even seven figures per year with their music and most of this model for any of you who've been in one of our coaching programs or seen our master class our model really relied on four different types of offers and a couple of them are physical merchandise offers and then we have a couple that are more in the vip membership digital realm but for our artists who are making six figures or seven figures per year, some of those physical merch bundles that they were fulfilling started to get really challenging to fulfill. And so one example of this is we call them starter packs. And it's an initial seven to $10 bundle that includes some physical items to send out to fans. And we had artists who are sending out thousands of these starter packs. And usually to get physical merchandise, you have to buy $800, like $1,000 of inventory that's sitting at your house. And then you start making these sales and you start sending them out. And at first it's awesome, cool. There's these fans who are getting these things that's so cool that I'm sending out and I'm getting all these responses from them too that for the first time it feels like my music's really resonating, connecting with people that, that I don't know. So it's awesome at first. And then you reach this point where, man, now I'm setting out dozens of these starter packs. And in some cases, hundreds or thousands of these starter packs. And you know, some of our top clients, literally t are one that comes to mind, who made seven figures in a single year, uh, he was telling me about his operation. And he had to enlist his neighborhood kids to help ship out his starter packs for him. And I was just imagining one that's you know, both awesome and also is that breaking any laws, <laughs> like child labor laws, what's going on? But it also it is a good reminder just that's on one end of the spectrum. But then for a lot of artists who are just getting started, 
it's one of the obstacles that you have to overcome is getting inventory shipped out and spending hundreds of dollars to ship out these physical items. And so we really wanted to find a way to make it faster and easier and simpler to get you launched and to get you to your first sale on Street Team as quickly as possible. And if you're shipping out physical merchandise that you have to order and wait to get shipped out to you, it's going to take a while to turn that around or to, to have a turnaround to actually start making these sales. So one example of the new release that is coming out for the Artist Launch Challenge is what we're calling Relic Cards. Let me uh, go grab one of these and come back right back so I can actually share oh, yeah. it on, on the video because it's pretty cool. Yeah, let me, I'll, I'll be back in just one second. Okay, cool. Oh, and when I say one second, I literally mean one second. I thought I was going to go to the other room, but that I have was one second. second. That was less than <laughs> One Mississippi. <laughs> so this is an example of a Relic Card. And basically how, how it works is when a fan purchases one of these from you, then for the first time ever, a modern musician is actually fulfilling these cards for our artists and we're using drop shipping for it. So basically, if you've heard of things like Printful before or Print On Demand, what's amazing about it is it doesn't require any upfront cost for you to actually ship these out. And for us, our goal with these is just to get you launched as quickly as possible. And so. Generally, what that looks like is when a fan gets one of these, they unlock access to exclusive digital content. And you can create this in, in Straight Team. When someone holds this card next to their phone, it goes bloop, and it unlocks exclusive content. On your, on your Artist Launch Challenge funnel that we have the template created, we've added in the Relic cards. And basically how it works is we recommend charging $7 for a relic card and it costs two dollars to fulfill for us and so basically you retain five dollars profit per card you don't pay for anything up front but you can start making sales immediately when you launch your street team account and uh, we've been testing this out internally with some of our clients and on average we're getting about 1.7x uh, increase in return on ad spend from these cards so, which is some geeky ways of saying not only are these cards way easier to fulfill and ship out, but they're working better. So that's one of the things that, that we're rolling out is actually having access to a marketplace where you can create and ship these out to your fans. And one extra benefit of these as well is after you send them out, you have the ability to dynamically change the link that it redirects to. So for example, let's imagine that you shipped out a thousand of these cards to your fans then let's say you have a new release that's coming out in a week. You could send out a message to all your fans and say, hey, you might want to check out the card that I sent out earlier because there's a little secret on there for you. And now they can, everyone that has a card could hold it up next to their phone, scan it, and it would redirect to the new release or the new piece of content. And yeah, so that's one, one tidbit. That's one thing that we're really excited about that we're rolling out in the Artist Launch Challenge. But really the goal of the challenge is to get you launched and to get you your first stream, your first fan, and your first sale in Street Team. First stream, first fan, first sale. Boom. And when does it start and how can people participate? So it officially launches next Friday. So we're recording this a week out. So it's going to be on October 20th that the Artist Launch Challenge goes live. 
And so the point of this challenge for us is just to get as many artists launched as possible. Like it's called the artist launch challenge because uh, we want to help build momentum. And it's really true what the quote that a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. And so one thing that we're rolling out as a part of this release is what we call artist milestones. And basically, I mean, I know we're doing this for the podcast, so I'm not sure how much this is going to translate to audio, but for the folks who are here live, I think it would be cool to share a snippet of one of the features that we're releasing that we're calling artist milestones. Can you guys see my screen right now? Yeah. Awesome. Basically, what we wanted to do was you know, create a pathway for you so that in Straight Team, you know what the next milestone is and that for us to be able to unlock bonus goodies and access and rewards when you hit these different milestones, we're specifically focusing on these three different core pillars of your music industry because in order to get your first fan you need someone to actually hear your music first. And that's what streams is all about. It's about getting your first listener, you're getting your first stream. Getting your first fan is about getting your first fan to actually subscribe to your street team, to your email list and the phone number list. And, and it's also about getting your first sale. And so this is about actually offering something valuable to your fans that they're excited about and collecting a payment on street team because we know if you get your first payment, then mm. you can get your first 100 payments. And hopefully we can bring you on stage one day and, and give you an, an award for the Gold Artist Award or the Platinum Artist Award for hitting you know, these serious milestones in your career. And so this is one of the things I'm most excited about is having these three different milestone tracks that help us to you know, better support you with Bonnie Musician and be able to really, I think that one of the biggest lessons that that I've learned in the past six years has been about community and about the value of surrounding yourself mm. with people who are encouraging you, who are supporting you to grow the next level or surrounding yourself with people who are at the next level. And that's one thing that with Bond Musician, uh, I'm really excited to take a deeper step towards is, and if you're here right now, then you're, you're here because we're starting to, to do this is doing live podcast interviews and bring our community together and in our discord community we have these we have these community channels that are starting to to form and i think there's a heck of a lot more we can do as well with you know with helping facilitate these connections between you and other artists who are in the community and one of the things that would be cool to do is have badges for each of you in the community so you can basically see when you're hitting these different milestones it's going to help you as well to, to connect with other artists that are in similar places you to be able to collaborate with because if you both have 10,000 fans in your community and you make music that you both enjoy and, and resonate with it'd make a lot of sense for you to come together and co-write a song together and do a cross promotion sort of like a virtual show and bring your fans together and now instead of having 10,000 fans each, now you have 20,000 fans. Or if there's some overlap, you have 15,000 fans. But yeah, I'm rambling a little bit, but it's just because I'm excited about this and I'm really excited to, to roll this out for you. I think it's gonna provide a lot of value. And so this is one of the things that uh, we're gonna be rolling out on the Artist Launch Challenge. Wow, that is mind-blowingly awesome. It's great to have the visual. A few people have said how great it is to see that. And yeah, I mean, 
to me, it sounds like it all kind of stems back from your, like the reason that you started Modern Musician about building community for musicians and helping them build their fan bases and communities in a really organized way that leverages the most cutting edge technology. And that's the thing that when I found Modern Musician, it just blew me away that I'd never experienced anything like it. I'd been around musicians and high level musicians. And then I also had friends that were entrepreneurs, but I didn't have a place that kind of combined those two things into one place. And, and that's what I found at Modern Musician. And it sounds like this artist launch challenge, you're really streamlining everything for artists and for the fans path and journey. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really one of the main mantras that we've been coming back to lately is just trying to make things as simple as possible, but not simpler. All right. Like Albert Einstein. And so a big cornerstone of the challenge is focusing on these three different pillars and giving you visibility to be able to see where you're at on your journey and giving you a milestone to aim towards. Another feature for those of you who are previous street team users or coaching clients of ours that came from a basically us listening to what are the benefits that we have with coaching and working directly with artists is that we get to hear directly what do you find most valuable and what are your biggest challenges your biggest obstacles uh, one of the the things that's both incredibly powerful but also a big challenge was we had something called your funnel accelerator which is a really cool spreadsheet system for keeping track of all of your stats and one of the things that we're rolling out as well on the artist launch challenge is a fully automated funnel accelerator that's built into your street team so you never have to go uh, to seven different platforms and copy and paste your numbers and try to keep track of everything but instead it's all just built for you within street team and again this is some pretty geeky stuff but it's really powerful having access to your funnel solder like that built in means we can do things like look at your campaigns and see specifically which audiences are resonating most with your music, which ad creative is working best, which campaigns are working best, and to be able to help you to grow the audiences that, that you're promoting to that are getting the most value from your music. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty geeky, pretty fun stuff. Geeky, awesome. Yeah, it sounds like the, the automated funnel accelerator is a path to really great transparency and visibility with like how all of these things are actually operating so you can keep making them work better. 100%. Yeah, I mean, basically what it's going to allow you to do is be able to see on different time frames how many streams, how many fans, how many sales have you gotten in the past week, the past 14 days, 30 days, 90 days, and it's going to allow you to be able to set goals and targets. When Ben, the tech entrepreneur that I met, came into Modern Musician, one of the biggest, the big ideas that we talked about and, and the goal that we set was to build a platform that became the next Spotify, like a platform that what iTunes did for the music industry when it moved things from physical to digital downloads and what Spotify did when it moved to online streaming. We want to create a platform that is as big of a shift, as big of a revolution as the shift to streaming, but to do it in a way that actually brings you closer with your fans and helps you build a deeper relationship and actually helps you make a sustainable income with it because streaming for most people isn't something that's really paying the bills and not making enough for it to be sustainable.
we have some artists who have hundreds of millions of streams. So of course, if you're one of the very, very few, that can happen. But for most artists, the streams are just a cherry on top and it's not enough to be fully sustainable. Whereas with Music Relics, there's an opportunity to actually make a sustainable income from your artwork without necessarily having to rely on live shows or gigging or touring in order to make an income. So that's one thing that we'll go deeper into on the artist launch challenge. But to close up the funnel accelerator conversation, basically what this lets you do is it lets you set targets and goals and see what the bottom line would be if you hit those targets. So let's say that you know that it's costing you about 25 cents per stream. And this is something we'll walk through as well in the Artist Launch Challenge as it relates to getting your music heard. But having a system like this, is, it's like turning on the lights in a pitch black room. If you're looking for, if you lost your keys in, a, in an amphitheater and it's completely dark, then it could take you a long time to find your keys, right? You might be stumbling around, walking into chairs, and just looking for your keys, and it could take a really long time to find them. But if someone just turned on the light, then immediately you could look down and see, oh, there's the keys. You could just walk over to the keys and grab them, right? And the same thing applies to your music career, and it applies to your promotion strategies. If you're running a promotion strategy, but you don't know yeah, you know, what impact is this actually making in terms of real fans and in terms of actual sales and revenue? What's my return on my investment? That's sort of like you're looking for your keys in a pitch black room and it makes it really hard to find them and to know if it's working. Whereas with this system, you actually have a, a mathematically you know, based system that allows you to look and see, get clarity, to turn on the lights and see, oh, my opt-in rate, can I split test? Can I get that up to 25%? and I'd actually have a system to, to do it. So again, this is some pretty geeky stuff, but it's what we found has been one of the biggest opportunities for artists to be able to take their passion and turn it into a sustainable business and something that gives you the freedom to wake up every day excited because you get to spend your you know, precious life energy and, and time doing the, the thing that brings you to life and to do your calling. And so it's pretty, pretty freaking awesome opportunity that we all have that didn't exist 10 years ago. So thank you to software and AI and the internet and to, you know, the world for you know, helping to, to turn this into a reality. Yeah. And thank you to Michael Walker for inventing this thing and fusing it all together into this one-stop fan base monetization machine for artists to really live their passion. You alluded to the future, and I'm curious about that and kind of the long-term goals of yourself and, and Modern Musician and Street Team down the line. Sure, yeah, we can go there. So, I mean, I just got back from a mastermind retreat with my mentor, and this is basically putting myself in a room with people who have achieved 10 times more than I have or further along who have hundred million dollar businesses and are making a huge positive impact on the world. And it's really inspiring to you be surrounded by people like that. And one of the biggest things that we talked about was the future of humanity and AI and the singularity and Neuralink and brain interfaces. 
So let me zoom back a little bit before I go there, because that's really the thing that excites me most about everything is about where we're headed towards with humanity. But with Modern Musician, the goal is to create the next biggest revolution for the music industry since iTunes and since Spotify, and to create that with the Music Relic Marketplace. And the goal is in five years to build that to a billion dollar marketplace and and then to build a $30 billion company that IPOs afterwards. And to do it in a way that revolutionizes the music industry and helps change the narrative around what it means to be a musician. For a long time, there was this idea of being a starving artist. And it's just like when someone thinks about becoming a musician, the, go, the initial gut response is, oh, that's, that's dangerous or that's risky or that's a dream or get a real job. Like, when are you going to get a real job? And that's something that I can relate with because I've had moments in my life where people have told me maybe it's time to get a real job. And I think that where we're headed as humans is with tools like artificial intelligence and Neuralink, I think there's going to be a blossoming of creative freedom and the ability to, in a world where human labor is basically very cheap because AI and robots can replace any of the jobs that we don't want. I think there's going to be a big question mark, which is who are we and what are we here for and what are we going to do? What does it mean to be human and what's our purpose? And I think art is one of those things that is about self-expression and it's about mm. discovering who you are. And so I think like the root that's driving modern musician and, and all of the music industry and the art industry is maybe life on earth, like humanity is about the expression of who we are and ourselves especially as we're entering this era of AI and coming to terms with what's our purpose as humans, I think that we're going to have a lot more freedom to be able to create. There's going to be a lot more co-creation. I think that we're going to have Neuralinks installed that allow us to communicate with each other through our thoughts in a way that would just be described as miraculous or almost like Harry Potter world the same way that people would look at phones today a few hundred years ago and think, what? You can actually talk to people around the world and you can actually hear them and see them? What? Yeah, I think that it's going to be as common as that in the future that we have these devices that can directly interface with each other. So the long-term goal with Modern Musician is to first build Modern Musician to the world's biggest music industry platform that empowers creators, empowers artists to be able to express themselves and build a fan base, build an audience and build a sustainable career. And to use that as a platform to be able to connect with entrepreneurs like Elon Musk and people at the level of Elon Musk. And I'd say Elon Musk, knowing that there's a decent amount of controversy around Elon Musk right now. But in my opinion, I think a lot of it is he's the first to admit that he's stuck his foot in his mouth a few times when it comes to politics and you know, saying things that he you know, would take back. But in terms of people who've impacted humanity and are changing the world, he's helping humanity become interplanetary. And he's the number one driver of electric vehicles and changing our climate crisis. And... I think 
again, controversial, but his Twitter acquisition and X, I think is really fundamentally about leveraging a platform and helping to facilitate a smooth transition to an AI-dominated world. And so his goals with having an open platform with free speech where we can communicate ideas freely is something that's really important. Um, AI and with deceptive deep fakes and things that could come up. So my long-term goal is to work on things like Neuralink and to work on things that I think are going to change humanity and to lead to what Ray Kurzweil has called the singularity, which is this moment in time that it's like an exponential curve, so it's hard to predict what happens. But I think that it's going to be a, a merging of consciousness. With I think that we're going to merge with digital intelligence and with each other, and I don't know what happens at that point. But I think it's the the black hole that we're leading towards, and I'd like to facilitate a smooth transition and create create it in a way that is filled with love and connection, as opposed to fear and war and de destruction, which is another possible mm -hmm. outcome. Is like literally we all die and we all go extinct. Um, so I, when I look at the world as it is today and, and movements to be a part of. This is one where I'm like, we're either going to die or we're going to achieve sort of an enlightened state where we have access to immediate creative potential. So, yeah, that's what I'm most excited to talk about. And yeah. maybe you can tell just talking your ear off. But um, yeah. yeah, that was my head exploding if you didn't hear it or see it. Like, <laughs> I need a sound effect it. for that. There's, there's it, probably something. Oh, yeah, you need an exact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Michael, you're like one of the absolute smartest human beings I've ever met, but you also have this amazing heart. And that's so rare to have the two things combined. And that's such a symbol of modern musician. And with, you know, everything that you're talking about AI, there's this, I think, me knowing lots of musicians and talking to them day to day and just seeing what's happening, there's this huge combination of emotions about what's coming down the road. What, what I'm hearing from you is like leaning into, and I think is just your general way is like growth mindset, especially if something's happening. Let's be on the cresting wave and then use the good parts. And I'd like to hear a little bit about your mindset around that. Also knowing with Modern Musician that it is all, always about delivering value. How does that fit with what you see happening with AI? That's a great question. And first of all, I, just want, I want to acknowledge you, Ari, for being amazing. There's a bunch of people in the chat as well who are like, Ari's awesome. And yeah, Ari is. And Ari, you're one of the best humans that I know. And I'm so grateful that we have the opportunity to connect as much as we do, both now in person. We've had a chance to meet each other. But even before we did that, you know, because of the internet, because of Zoom, I've, I've had the opportunity to get to know you. So I'm very grateful you know, to, to have you as part of Monty Musician and to be able to connect with so many you know, high-level entrepreneurs and musicians and just good humans. And to answer your question around mindset and evolution and transformation, I feel like this relates a lot with the conversation we just had around Neuralink and the singularity is around purpose and sort of and what is the purpose of, of suffering? Obviously with the world that we live in, it's not all perfect. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of suffering. There's a lot of 
stuff people are going through, especially right now at the time of recording this. There's war. There's things that are happening. There's people murdering each other. And so that's on an extreme. And then there's also just the internal battles that we have and the challenges and, and struggles that we have. And I think that I think every goal that we set sort of creates some kind of disconnect in the sense that when you set a goal, you create a gap between where you are and where you want to get to. And that can be both a blessing and a curse, right? Like you set a goal, you say, this is where I'm at, this is where I want to get to. And the gap, the where it can be a curse is when you're not grateful for where you're at. So you're disconnected from who you are in the present moment because you're wanting to be somewhere else. You wanting to be somewhere else than where you are right now. And yeah, I'm a big fan of some philosophers like Eckhart Tolle, who has a book called The Power of Now. And the whole premise is that the more we identify with our egos and an image or an idea of ourself, like talk about social media nowadays, right? It's like an ego machine. The more we identify with an image of who we are, the more disconnected that we actually are with ourselves and the present moment. And so it's interesting because it's, it's, I don't have, I don't have the answer. I think we're all going to be learning this together long-term in terms of finding that balance between both living in the moment, being grateful, fully appreciating where you're at while also setting goals and becoming a bigger version of yourself, transforming. What I can say is I think that for me, where I try to focus my energy is on both being grateful for where I'm at right now and being present while also setting a goal that's a stretch, that's exciting, that's scary, that is gonna force me to become someone I'm not and force me to become a bigger version of myself. And I've done that a few times in my life. And usually when I do it, it, it requires a lot of faith or belief or programming yourself, programming your mind to become the person that you're going to be and to become that person now, today. You set a goal to be, to be a better version of yourself, but it doesn't come at some point in the future. You actually need to be that person now mm. and st start acting as that person now. And so I think that there's sort of this balance that happens and it's, I think it's probably connected to our purpose for being here and the purpose of life itself is to blossom and to grow, to become something greater, to become an ideal version of yourself constantly. We're always constantly growing and nothing is fixed. Nothing is permanent. Everything is changing every moment. Like, literally like look, different direction and you know everything changes and certainly with ai and technology things are changing faster now more than ever so i think the root of what drives our behavior is around identity and how you view your, your self-image and there's sort of a sweet spot around creating an identity that is going to force you to, to evolve and become a greater version of yourself while also not fully identifying with that identity and not losing yourself in the idea of who you are, the idea of who you're becoming, 
but allowing yourself to be present and to fully embrace the one moment that there is, which is now and it's, and it's always now. And yeah, I'm not perfect at, at this. There's, there's plenty of times that I'll lose myself temporarily and I'll be in a reactive mind state. And usually it's when I'm meditating or when I sort of have a, a wake up call, I just notice what's happening and I kind of come back to it. And I think that we're all, I think there's sort of a global shift that's happening right now and we're sort of waking up. And I think it's connected to what we're talking about with the singularity. And I think that intelligence is waking up right now. <laughs> we could probably talk for another several hours about the idea <laughs> or in some sort of, is what's the nature of reality? Is this like a, a simulation and at its root, are we in quote unquote base reality versus is this, or is this like some sort of fractal thing that's happening? And yeah. I don't know, but I think we're going to get the answers to a lot of questions. And I think intelligence is evolving incredibly quickly and that right now is serendipitous time to be alive when we could potentially experience the shift between being a limited or a, a apparently separate identity to having the ability to immediately snap our fingers and have or be or anything we want is just immediately there created. Uh, it's kind of hard to imagine what happens next if we have something like that. So I don't know, but that's, I think that's where we're headed. So we'll, we'll take, we'll be on that journey together. I think there are lots of heads exploding in the chat. <laughs> I could just listen to you talk about this stuff for hours. So someone actually said you'd, you'd be a great meditation leader also, which I agree, but all that stuff that you hit on about goal setting and I think as a musician, but also as someone that's very like goal oriented, finding that balance of, oh, I want this thing. And this is how you get there. Like you need a dartboard to be able to do anything. You need to be shooting for something. But at the same time, if you're shooting at something that's away from you or in front, I'm telling myself I'm not there yet. And I talk to musicians all the time. It's always we're always trying to push for that goal. But at the same time, be happy right now. And again, that's one of the reasons that I, I love to be around you is I, I feel like you walk that really well. And that's like what we help this community is really about because music ultimately, I think in its purest form, it's just delivering that, that pure emotion right here, right now with the people and creating this little bubble of love. And man, I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. I thought of one question that I want to ask you to kind of sum this up, but also reverse time. If you had the opportunity to, as Yoda or Obi-Wan Kenobi or for whoever, kind of go back to the Michael that was just starting out with Paradise Fears, who didn't know anything about what you've learned, what would you tell him? What would you give to him? I, I love this question. <laughs> and I love asking the question too. It's nice. It's interesting to sort of reflect and, and think about it myself. I think if I had to give myself one piece of advice when you're just getting started is the idea that whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Mm. And if you're willing to make a decision and go all in and just say, like, I'm going to make this happen, then there's a switch that kind of flips. I think that honestly, that decision is part of what helped us to grow and, and do what we did. But I, I went through a lot of 
unnecessary or maybe it was necessary. I don't know. <laughs> I think that now it's knowing what I know now, it's unnecessary pain and, and suffering, trying to figure out what works and what, what doesn't. I guess here's another thing that comes to mind too. I think if I could give myself some some advice now, and I was talking to myself with Paradise Fears, probably the advice I would give is to be more, more willing to take risks, I would say. I mean, we took a big risk through touring full-time, living in our vans, but, but I think that what we didn't do starting out that could have saved us a lot of time is if we had, if we had surrounded ourselves with people who were already doing what we were doing sooner, I think we kind of felt like we had to do everything on our own. I think that that's, that's the big thing. We felt like we had to do everything on our own. We never had a manager. We never got signed to a major record label. We slummed it. We you know lived in our van. We ate peanut butter tortillas. And honestly, like a lot of those 10 years were spent sleeping in super eight motels and really slumming it. And if I could go back, I think that I'd be more open-minded and more humble. I think I'd be more humble thinking that we don't have to do everything on our own. Like I, we can find help. We can get guidance and learn more from other people rather than kind of learning it ourselves and doing it the hard way. And I've had the other experience now with when I started Modern Musician, it was kind of like the opposite. I invested a bunch of money in mentorship and coaching to start out with. And the first year, it was really challenging because I was about to be a dad. And it took about a year to start even gaining a little bit of traction. It's about $36,000 in debt after the first year of starting the business. In hindsight, I can see that we wouldn't be here right now and Modern Musician wouldn't be where it's at. We wouldn't have 34 team members and making the impact that we're making if it wasn't for making that investment up front. And I think it saved a lot of time. If you took 10, it might take 10 years to do it on my own, but I think finding help and being open-minded and humble, having a learner's mindset is something that I would try to instill in myself. I could go back, but you know, I was... 18, 19 years old. So <laughs> that was probably kind of in that phase where I had to learn the hard way that what it's like to try to do everything on your own. Yeah. That's funny. Cause like you have the most, like when I think of someone with a, an open-minded learner's mindset, you're right there. So it's funny to hear that's what you would give yourself, but you have it now clearly and you're giving it away. And before we go, I'd love to hear again, artist launch challenge, the where, what, how to get involved. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks again for having me, Ari. This is, this is fun. It's rare that I get to geek out and go this deep on this stuff. So thank you. And, and thank everyone in the live audience right now. It's been really cool too. I did just have a week long of just geeking out about Neuralink and going and talking about AI and stuff. So that's a rare conversation that I get to have. So thank you for holding space and, and asking such great questions, being a great interviewer. And for Artist Launch Challenge, yeah, we are going live next Friday. And so all those new exciting uh, releases that we talked about are going to be available in your Street Team account next Friday. Uh, we're going to be doing some really cool live uh, launches around it. We're going to have, I, I'm going to be personally going live all throughout uh, the following week to connect with you more and to help, help you get launched. So stay tuned for the invite email that's going to be going out. Uh, and it's going to be coming out, uh, getting fully released and live next Friday. Yeah, awesome. You you want to give one of your cool little sound thingies? <laughs> oh. The worst one I could have chosen. <laughs> this is a pretty good one. And then this yeah. is a good one too. This is the children cheering.
Michael, thanks so much. Thanks for your generosity, your wisdom. And uh, yeah, it sounds like you got a dinner to go get to with Mr. I do. And probably, <laughs> probably some Pokemon facilitation as well. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be my new bio, my menu bio is Pokemon facilitator. That works. CEO of Modern Musician and Pokemon Facilitator. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you again, Ari. You're awesome. Thank man. you, everyone who is here for the in the chat. I saw all of your comments. You guys are, are great. I appreciate you being a part of the movement and the community. And yeah, yeah totally. honestly, right now is just such an amazing opportunity. Like, I, I wish that we had modern musician and this community and you guys in the tools and the software we're just getting started um and not only you know do we have the internet now but also with what we're about to roll out with street team 3.0 I, I truly think there's never been a better time to be you to be an independent musician and to take your passion and turn it into a full-time career so really yeah. looking forward to connecting next friday yeah, it's going to be awesome. And, and yeah, big props to everyone who came out and engaged in the chat, all the good energy and the modern musician community. We tend to grab those people that are really ready to to move, but are also really heart people. So yeah, this, is, this has been great, Michael. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Hey, it's Michael here. I hope that you got a ton of value out of this episode. Make sure to check out the show notes to learn more about our guests today. And if you want to support the podcast, then there's a few ways to help us grow. First, if you hit subscribe, then I'll make sure you don't miss a new episode. Secondly, if you share it with your friends or on your social media, tag us. That really helps us out. And third, uh, best of all, if you leave us an honest review, it's going to help us reach more musicians like you who want to take their music careers to the next level. The time to be a modern musician is now, and I look forward to seeing you on our next episode.